I guess as cliche as it sounds, I always found music to be like a really powerful medium. I think technically music kind of changes your perception of time, no matter how short that moment is. And with that portion of time you're sort of manipulating, you can kind of deliver any message or convey any feeling that you want. And for me personally, I write not just because it's fun, but because I know there's an audience out there. And I guess this is a message to all the musicians out there. I guess no matter how small your following is, there is always an audience that will appreciate what you create. Maybe not everyone likes it, but there's someone out there that appreciates it. And that keeps me going. This episode is brought to you by HelixPay. HelixPay easily enables recurring payments across all major Philippine payment methods. Check out the independent collective HelixPay store at www.indie-co-membership.helixpay.ph and join HelixPay today at www.helixpay.ph or check out the links in our show notes. Pushing boundaries through socially engaged conversations, this is the Independent Collective. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode. It's me, Talia, and I am back again with the members of the band Pugfish. So formed in 2015, Pugfish is a musical collective based in Manila, Philippines. Inspired by artists such as Crying, Wild Party, and Japanese Breakfast, Pugfish sounds attempt to combine unique structures and fun textures that fall under an alternative pop outfit. There's really no one genre that fully captures the electrifying feel of the group's sound. So today I'll be speaking with Koro, Heine, and Jib. They will give a little insight about what they are like behind the scenes and share their passion and interest for music. So let's give it up for Pugfish. So before we begin, how is everyone today? I'm definitely excited to have this discussion with all of you. And I hope you guys aren't super tired right now since it's 8.40 p.m. as of recording. Now we're good. We're actually having a good time, man. We were just chilling before this, so no, not tired at all. <laughs> Finals week, but maybe a little. What grade are you guys in? Or so most of us are in our senior year. I'm in Ateneo. We have Jib from DLSU and Heinrich from Mint. So yeah. Oh, you're from Ateneo with your course. Actually, one of the group members that I interviewed previously from OK Club are actually all from Ateneo then. So ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think a few of us are from Ateneo, but me, I'm environmental science and I'm graduating soon. So yeah. Okay, that's cool. How about the rest? What's your course? I'm currently in interdisciplinary business studies, which is basically just another business management course. And yeah, I'm expecting to graduate, I guess, around November this year. Wow, very soon. Yeah, the, very soon. <laughs> do you already know what you're going to do next? Oh yeah, definitely. I actually work part-time besides the whole music thing. So I'll just continue from there. <laughs> That's really cool and congratulations. Yeah, How about you, Harry? So I'm studying men and I shifted courses. So... That's why I'm delayed by a year. 
but I'm studying music business management. Yeah. That's cool. I actually didn't know that kind of course existed. So it's cool. That's actually the first person I heard that's from that course. And what is it like? What is it different from like the usual music courses that other schools have? So I think the other alternative that people go to is Benil or UST, which is like very music based, talaga, like music production or either you're studying an instrument. Talaga. But with Minth, kasi, sure, our time isn't like all on just learning music, but they also teach us the business side. So like, mm-hmm. we need to read in contracts with the labels or like marketing our music. That's cool. I'm uh, scared now when you read it. And so, hearing all of your backgrounds, one is from Ateneo, one is from CSB, how was Pugwish formed in the first place? How did you guys even meet and how did you cross path, basically? Actually, we formed in the seventh grade. So, me and the other band members met and formed a band called Nor Seasonings. <laughs> it was a very corny name and we were very corny back then. We'd always play these punk rock songs for Christmas parties or mga school events lang. And then we ended up expanding and meeting, you know, Heine and Jib along the way. And they ended up being the core members talaga of Pogfish, so that became a, a funny thing as well. And we just kept playing music in school, at least, and then ended up going further with gigs in Ruth 196 or other schools' variety shows. So that's how it started, and we're still staying strong together. That's really cool that you guys, kind enough from different schools, you were able to remain solid all throughout and connected because of your passion for music. And speaking of that, how did all of you get into music in the first place? So music has always like been a big part of my life. I guess just for context, a lot of my relatives from my mother's side can either play an instrument or sing. And my parents, both of them were also really into different genres like from pop all the way to metal. So I think it was mainly because of the people around me growing up and their enthusiasm for music definitely influenced me to take it seriously, yeah. Well, I think my upbringing naman was a bit different. I do acknowledge the contribution of my parents and I was so young and I remember really getting into music during the third grade, I think, with the mass songs in music class. So. I got invited actually to join the children's choir that same year, but I ended up becoming a mathlete instead. So I guess brains over music joke lang. <laughs> I guess it's really funny because the mass songs really my origin story, and I feel like when whenever we'd sing during the masses, and even if I wasn't part of the choir, I would still try to harmonize, and people would be like, "What are you doing? It sounds so different." So, <laughs> ayun, that's me. For me, no man. I guess I was like around 10 years old, so like super young. And then my parents heard me singing the old Pokemon theme song, you know, like the catch of all stuff like that. And then they sort of was shocked that I was singing along with it. And then that's when they started enrolling me to, I don't know what came first, but then I know they enrolled me in YMCA for singing. Yeah, and a center for pop when I was a kid. But then after those things, I think that's where I started, but I feel like I stopped thinking about music for a while. And then that was around when I was around seventh grade. I was new to Savior School, where I met everyone in Pugfish. And I don't know, I just found them super vibey. Like they became one of my first friends. And then, I don't know, I just got into music with them. Yeah. 
it's really cute seeing the influence of your parents and how they were really supportive to your music career and, your, and who you guys are today. And it's nice hearing that because usually with Asian parents, right? they're like, oh, practicality first over passion. But kapag mag-music, dyan walang pera. Especially in a country that doesn't promote arts that much. So it's really heartwarming to see that they're really supporting you guys and pushing you to reach for your dreams talaga. And hey, regarding Koro's comment, natuwa ako sa sinabi niya yung intelligence over music. And then a fun fact about that is when you're like, People who are really good at music are very intelligent. So I'm assuming you guys all are really, really smart talaga if you're really good at it. <laughs> so speaking of that, what do you feel is the best song you guys have ever released so far and why? All right. So for me, it would be one of our singles from our most recent album, our debut album. It's a song called Better Than Gold. Reason being that I think for a lot of people, they can relate to the lyrical themes of Better Than Gold. It's also a song that kind of gently reveals a lot of my own thoughts since I write most of the lyrics. And I guess it's something that people may or may not really get. And there's a general feedback. People really like that song. So I think that's the best one for me. I think I can follow. And you know, a very different definition talaga yung best from my favorite. So. I'll try not to think about my favorite right now, but I think the best I'd say is Young is Tuesday. I started appreciating its composition more like recently. We had a practice session and we were playing around with an acoustic version of it. And then I realized that the fully produced version was made really well. And I think it's one of the best ones that we've made. And I don't think I contributed that much to its creation. So I guess I'm not biased when I say that. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely same. So to connect to Kara's point, what song I think is like the best in the album, it's not really the song that I contributed to that much. And that song's name is Sudden Comfort. And what I really like about it is that when we were young, like grade seven, we already started making originals. And we never thought that we'd be able to achieve like a slow sound mellow sound because we were always like yeah we started out learning like through punk rock and like some loud stuff and then when i heard like first heard like sudden comfort completed i was like whoa what the heck that just gave me like sort of like an ego boost that <laughs> we can do anything yeah <laughs> actually my brother really likes sudden comfort and his other friends too <laughs> Every time he shares his Pogfish song, it's that one and they really like how it goes from like slow and then ends up like picking up the pace. He loves it. <laughs> Thanks for that, guys. And to everyone who is listening, please check them out. These people are truly a talented bunch. And I'm really curious, how do you guys structure your songs for lyrics and the instrumentals? Because I think a problem that a lot of people have, a lot of musicians have is na parang oh, this beat sounds good, and then yun pala gulat ka na lang, it already exists. And then you get the kind of issue, or the lyrics, you have to have a mix of catchy, but at the same time, deep. Parang it's hard to find that balance talaga in making that a really good song. So how do you guys do that? What's your process? So, I guess in terms of whenever we're creating songs, I think our style is that we always start with a musical reference, I think it's quite impossible to a song that's 100% original. Mathematically, statistically speaking, you only have so many notes and combinations out there. So when you create a song, 
it's scary that maybe there's another song out there that sounds similar to what you've made. But I think if you're very genuine, like you come from like a genuine place, I think people wouldn't mind. And I don't think it would sound exactly the same. So I guess that's one kind of advice to other musicians. Maybe there's this pressure to make something really new or innovative. But I'd say, I think start being genuine first. And then I think the music will lead you to the right place. Yeah, and to sort of add to Jib with regards to how we create the music mismo, I think different songs really have their different origin stories and how they ended up becoming fully produced. But I think the usual is it starts with Hainir Jib making this basic structure for everyone to add to some sort of like canvas with maybe like a background layer. And then we all start adding, let's say someone adds lead, someone adds a piano riff or a bunch of melodies for lyrics and it ends up culminating into the final song which we end up changing over and over again. And then we have the final, final song. <laughs> so I think that's the usual structure, but correct me if I'm wrong with the other songs. We have very different systems. Talaga. Yeah, I think there are really like different systems talaga, in making music and it all boils down to that main thing that you're being genuine with it. Yeah, we can start with like me or Jib, start making like a draft. But we also have songs before where we would be just hanging out in someone's house and then jamming. And I feel like that's very genuine because you're out with your friends, having fun, making memories. And yeah. So that's really good advice. You be genuine and the rest will follow. And it's interesting too to see your music process. I think everyone is different and it's great that you guys have established one for yourselves. And so, how many times do you guys meet up and practice? I'm sure it must be hard now with the COVID-19 pandemic. And Shepra, you need to make these songs and all of that. Before the pandemic, we had a lot of spare time, I think. Especially during the year that we kind of have. From graduating high school and then going to college. So there's kind of like that long break or gap year, in a way. Yeah, we definitely practice a lot there. Because we already had that vision of releasing an album at that point. And then with actually being able to push through and finish the album during the pandemic, we had to meet every week right, on Saturday, but we couldn't do it face to face. So we met in the Discord. We always do our meetings there. And yeah, it was a great help coming from Jib because around that time, that was when he was starting to do internships. So he'd like bring in these good practices to do and meetings to keep everything moving forward. And yeah, even though we became more professional in a way, I still feel like you're still hanging out with friends. There's still that enjoyment. And I don't know, it's just like something fun or something I'm very happy about. Nah, something so professional can still be fun. Yeah, I'm happy that I'm doing music. Yeah, it's so cute when you're on uh, talking about that because parang you passion talaga, and I love seeing people that are very passionate what they do and having fun with what they do. And I'm really rooting for all of you guys. Nasana nasa billboard na kayo bigla and just go <laughs> driving along and sa tas kayo. So I'm excited talaga for your growth and to know also what is your why for creating music because I'm sure everyone has a purpose in all of it. I guess as cliche as it sounds. I always found music to be like a really powerful medium. I think technically music kind of changes your perception of time, no matter how short that moment is. 
and with that portion of time you're sort of manipulating you can kind of deliver any message or convey any feeling that you want and for me personally i write not just because it's fun but because i know there's an audience out there and i guess this is a message to all the musicians out there i guess no matter how small your following is there is always an audience that will appreciate what you create maybe not everyone likes it but there's someone out there that appreciates it and that keeps me going there's this feedback loop i think that we're in you release a song somebody finds it and sometimes it really speaks to them and even if that's just two people in like the whole entire world i'll take it i think that's a beautiful thing so yeah that's my why for me so mine one is kind of sounds selfish in a way because i feel like there's so much things in the world that are like make people bummed out you know certain issues in the country or in your own personal life we all have problems right so i don't know whenever i make music i just feel like it just brings me to a happier place or like a happier state because i just get to write about what i want to write and yeah and that can be different from people to people because some people like playing video games lets them escape the like life and yeah or like watching series k-dramas you know? so i don't know that's just for me yeah i think for me it's sort of a related to jibs that there's always an audience for it i remember having this really weird moment where i would discover random artists on spotify and there's this one guy i thought he was like really really big and everything and then When I checked out his following, he had like probably a thousand listens per song. And I was like, how? How? This guy is so amazing. His name is Brian Bulger, by the way, if anyone wants to listen to him. But I got so amazed and I feel like he was my favorite artist for the longest time. And I couldn't believe like he wasn't big. And it really relates to what Jib is saying. There's always this audience that's looking for that specific something. And you might have it, right? And Whenever you think about music, it's never something that's just in the background. And even if it is, it's something that will always be there in your life every day. Like, Mr. O, he's my music teacher in high school, would always say that you could never go a day without music. It's impossible. Without humming something, without singing something in your car, or you're just going along EDSA and you start humming a tune, right? It's impossible. Even if you try. I've tried. <laughs> and... It will always be there. And just like what Heinrich said, it really helps you relax. For me, it helps me be in touch with my emotions, whether it's like being bummed out. I have music for being bummed out. I have music for working out. I have music for everything. And I feel like it applies to movies, to video games, everything. Right? So that's me. Major rant. <laughs> rant. But yeah, that's just me. Yeah, it's completely fine to talk about it and rant. It's okay. It's nice hearing all the different whys of everyone. It's interesting to hear a different perspective because personally, I actually don't listen to music that much. I sound like a psychopath. I know because I don't listen to music, but I usually listen to documentaries while working. So, I mean, yung, these are the true crimes, pa. So, imagine when I'm working and then the background is like dun dun dun. dun. <laughs> but it's interesting then to see na music makes you guys balance and chill and it helps with your mood talaga. And it's interesting that you noted that about the artist. Now, when you first saw him, he's like, "Oh, he he must be so big." 
and I'm sure a lot of people feel that way towards you guys. And I actually discovered you guys. I think I mentioned this. Na someone shared one of your pop mats or something or posts, and I was like, they're pretty cool. That's why I wanted to reach out talaga and get to know more about you guys. So yeah, and with all of that, if you didn't become a musician, what would you be doing right now? Because, siempre, Coro mentioned music is in everyone's lives, and you can't live without music. So, what do you think you guys would be doing? For me, I think I'd still be doing a lot of different things. I guess just for context, I currently work as a data engineer slash software engineer. So it's a very technical field. And besides music, I actually like to draw and write stories, both fiction and maybe non-fictional pieces. So I think in an alternate universe, I'd probably be maybe an illustrator, animator, or maybe an author that still enjoys doing technical things like software engineering or web development. So I think I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I have a lot of options. Yeah, speaking of options, I think most of us have other career paths that aren't centered in music. I mean, we have an aspiring doctor, si Enrico, one of other guitarists. And then Jib just said data engineering and all of that stuff. So I think I'm still pushing to get a PhD in something related to environmental studies and developmental studies as well. Because I feel like it's something I could do with music as well. I mean, there are doctors who are actors and Ken Jeong and stuff like that. So I'm not dissuaded naman that I couldn't do both. But if I didn't, then I'd have more time for another hobby or career. I'd say I'd get into sports a little more. <laughs> Malay mo. Volleyball joke. <laughs> For me, naman, I think if I wasn't a musician, because I did mention a second ago that I shifted to the music business course, because before that I was studying architecture in USD. Yeah, when you asked that question, I thought that yeah, I'd probably continue <laughs> trying to be an architect because it's sort of funny how that happened. Because yeah, my parents did really like they supported me, but it wasn't a hundred percent for music. So I had to like show them, give them proof that I'm actually like working on music and not just doing it as a hobby. I have a passion for it. So while I was doing that, that's I took in architecture because I always loved drawing as well. And yeah, I was pretty good in math during high school. So I was like, okay, I'd probably be an engineer or architect, something like that. Jim, are you also good at math? But both of them are good at math. Is it a musician thing? Uh, it's a misconception that you need to be good at math to be good with computers. So don't worry, I'm not good at math. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and it's great to hear these stories. And you have the backup plan and how music, but then kaya hindi naman main focus niyo. You still want to go back to it. And so since you've been doing this since 2015, which is kinda a long time na. Can you share a favorite moment that doing this so far? All right, I think for mine it's quite recent. So I guess for context, we haven't seen each other for like two years because of the COVID. But I think a few weeks ago, we reunited. We did a quick jam, and we were just chilling with each other. And we were complete for the first time in forever. And I think that's one of the most memorable moments I've ever had. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate. Like when you finally see your whole barcada. Complete after how many years? Yeah, it just feels great, and the fact that I get to do music with the same group of people that I super appreciate, finally getting to see them again, like I have no other words for it. It's just yeah, it's great. 
Yeah, similar thought to Jeb. Like the whole barcada thing makes everything more fun. But I have this specific moment when we had a gig going to Clark. This honestly is supposed to be one of our bigger gigs. That was really memorable for me because I had this huge, huge headache that didn't go away, and it was so painful. But despite that, we were having so much fun. Like I wanted to die at that moment because of how painful it was. I remember we were in the backstage room with Muni Muni. And I couldn't stop singing yung, that intro line, the Kakalimutan na kita, like non-stop. <laughs> you guys are just telling me to keep quiet. But yeah, all of those were so fun. We were having so much fun in the car. It was such a stressful environment because there was like a typhoon at that time. But we were just having so much fun. And for me, it's those moments that like, uh, rather than you'd expect me to say something like on stage, like the fans and everything. Sorry, guys. I love the band members more joke. <laughs> yeah, so the band, the band has... It was really shown during the pandemic because, like, so we would meet like every week, right? Every Saturday, talk about the album and releasing it. But then, while still doing that, we also found time to actually set dates for fun events, like watch parties in the Discord, and I don't know, just watching like random stuff. And yeah, that's what I feel like also that makes us friends in the band is because we all kind of like to watch the same things. Yeah. On the internet, have it be anime or random movies or like just funny stuff in the internet. I don't know. There's a lot out there. Yeah, it's nice hearing these stories, and I actually didn't expect you guys to say mga simple moments like that. And it just shows how close talaga you guys are and how nice your bond is. I expected mga parang oh we got into this audition or we performed at this certain event. It's just the simple things, just watching stuff and hanging out in the car. And yeah, it just says a lot about you guys and your character, honestly. And lastly, before we end, do you have any advice for those who want to pursue their passion for music but are too afraid or hesitant to do so? Yeah, that's a great question. And for me, I think if you really want to make a career out of music, you still need to treat it like any other career. So... Get feedback, be punctual, be professional, build good relationships. These are things that you really have to do if you even want to get stuck, like get your foot on the ground in the music industry. And I guess it's okay to dream big, but also keep yourself grounded knowing that the industry here isn't, I wouldn't say it's the best, but it's not an impossible thing to do. And I think most importantly, besides building good habits, centered around music. I think it's really, really important that you don't handle all the pressure by yourself. Try to establish a good support system, build good and genuine relationships. It's really hard if you try to be like a one-man army going against a lot of things. So yeah, don't be a lone wolf. It's okay to ask for help here and there. It's okay to learn from others. You don't have to fail first before you face success. So. Yeah, I'd give that advice to anyone that asks me, how do we keep sticking with our music plans and all? And I guess it's a bit overconfident to say, but I think that we'll get there. We'll definitely get there. Just have to stay consistent. I think, yeah, I think what Jib said really like encapsulates what we've been doing as a band. And yeah, I think for me, what I'd like tell aspiring musicians would be to also like stay true to who you are because it's easy to get caught up on doing just what's popular right now and stuff like that 
but if you don't work on creating that identity who you are as a musician it'll be easier for people to forget about you after a certain phase or a fad like washes over yeah i think i'm good <laughs> okay but i wanted to make sure so thank you guys for that advice I definitely learned a lot from you guys and I hope our listeners do. So again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today and for sharing another side of yourself to our audience. So don't forget to follow them on Facebook and Instagram as well. Would you like to promote anything else or do you have any last words for our audience before we end? Oh, yeah. So we also have a YouTube account and our latest single is After School Club. Yeah, if you guys haven't listened to that. Please give it a listen, and yeah, it really speaks true to like how we formed as a band, just doing things after school, and yeah, just jamming, hanging out. All right, thank you. Please support them and Indigo as well on our social media accounts to watch exciting and fun content. Thank you once again, everyone, and have a great day ahead. Thank you for listening to The Independent Collective. This episode was brought to you by The Independent Collective's production team, starting with Rayan Alapar, our sound engineer, Caitlin Isabelho, our executive producer, Jam Ilagan, our show writer, and of course, our co-founder and CEO and the host of this episode, Natalia Patolot. Once again, thanks for listening to The Independent Collective. Till next time.